Art of the Kickstart, Episode 62. Welcome to the Art of the Kickstart.com, where entrepreneurs are constantly pushing the envelope to build businesses of greatness. Inventors are innovating, creating the products of the future, and backers stand strong for what they believe. These are some of the great thinkers, inventors, and leaders of our time. Here are their stories. Guys, I don't always recommend crowdfunding fulfillment, but when I do, I prefer eFulfillmentService.com. Guys, one of the questions that I've been getting a ton from listeners is how do I know if my Kickstarter campaign is absolutely ready to launch? It's ready to dominate. So you know what? I created a 23-step success guide based off the 80 inventor interviews consulting that I've done. This will take you step-by-step through launching your Kickstarter campaign, making sure you have everything that you need to make it happen. Artofthekickstart.com slash checklist to get our 23-step guide to making sure you're ready to kill it on Kickstarter. Check it out, guys. Guys, unfortunately, interview was filmed in the exact same location as the echoey one before. This was done previously. It's never happening again. So the interview quality is kind of tough to listen to, guys. Just bear through my echoes. I know my voice sounds god-awful. The interview is amazing. The stuff about what it actually takes to build a business is something I think everybody's going to want to hear. Now let's get into the interview. I hope you guys love this. Hey guys, welcome to Art of the Kickstart. Today I'm excited to have Brandon Durker, a guy that's helping out guys and gals everywhere to look their best wherever they're going because nobody wants to iron. Thanks so much for coming today, Brandon. Excited to have you on. Thank you for the invite, Matt. We're glad to share our journey and our story along the way with you and your listeners. So this shows for inventors, entrepreneurs. We like to kick these off with a life quote, a success quote. You got anything to get people fired up? You know, it, it comes down to really simple, a really simple quote, never give up. You come across anything in your journey, all kinds of obstacles, new things to develop, and you just can't give up your dream. Okay, we got to jump into that. We were going to go into your campaign, but let's go into the quote. What's the biggest time when you've just been hammered by life? where you just, you want to give up and you just busted through on this journey. Anything amazing to share? You know, the biggest thing it comes to is you got this idea, you get all motivated up, you share some feedback with some of your friends and family and say, hey, I've got this idea. And somebody says, why don't you go and, and make it big? Why don't you go give it a try? And you get all jazzed up, you get all kinds of ener- energy, and then you suddenly kind of hit this road is like, okay, where do I go? How do I take this from this? And you move it to there. And if you can sync up with a right engineer or something, it's it's the cost that first gets you kind of like, oh no, what am I getting into? How do how am I gonna do this? This is so much more expensive than I was anticipating because everybody thinks they can do it on the 3D printer at home. But you can't make a quality product most time unless you have all of your own engineering skills and everything else. So when you get outside help and you look at your first cost of what it takes to get everything together in your pro forma, that is your first reality check that you've like, wow. This is big, but I can do this. And that's just when you have to sit down, map out your financials, work on your business plan, make sure you've got your performance and your costs in place, and then just say, you know what, take it one step at a time, and you can work through it. Absolutely. And every time you talk to someone who hasn't done it before, they're going to give you that pat on the back, oh, you can do it, and they have no idea what they're talking about. It's going to be so much more challenging. It's going to be an absolute battle. You've been battling now. How long have you been working on this? Your campaign's now at... $31,000, almost completely funded. But how long ago did you start this? Where did Color Perfect come from? Color Perfect first started last January of 2013. 
I was working in a job and it was kind of a polo shirt world. Everyone wore polo shirts. And I got to the point where I was tired of trying to figure out how to iron them every single night before you went to work because the collars just go nuts. And so the original idea really was just on collars, was how do you improve it? And there was nothing out there. I kind of looked on gadget trails and tried to find anything that would work. And then I had the idea of, well, maybe if I modify a flat iron, do some tweaks, make my own little product, maybe it would work. And I came up with a couple different design elements. And that was the general birth of Color Perfect saying, hey, I've got something. Well, if it's working great for me, why can't it work great for everybody else? And then along the way, it molded into being able to have more than just color usage. Everything from shirt pockets to between your buttons, hems of skirts, pant creases, and everything in between. So you scratched your own itch. You solved a problem that you personally had. Looking back on it, for other inventors, other entrepreneurs, is that what you'd recommend? People solve issues they have or they go looking for issues that can be profitable businesses? You know, I think it depends on the individual person, but I think the highest rate of somebody will have success is to get something that's meaningful to you. It's hard to put all of your drive and your energy because it's going to take a lot of creative energy to get your idea off the ground and into reality. And if you don't have a meaningful use into that, something that relates to you and and keeps you driving on on your own idea and building it, it's hard to adopt something that's foreign that doesn't have a meaningful personal use to you. So if you can get get an idea and find a simple solution to a problem in life that everybody has, it's going to be easier for you to find the energy and the drive to go through the journey. And, you know, the simpler and easier meaningful life problems, if you can find those fixes, those are ones that people really go, hey, this is awesome. You fixed something that I never really thought I had a problem of or I did and didn't know the solution. So that will absolutely be the way to go, I think, for at least 80% of the people out there. Absolutely, because you're going to have those times. It's going to be a grind and you have to just go through it like you were saying. It's so much easier if it's something that you're actually passionate about. I love that you're doing that. My next question for you, Brendan. So you've been doing this for a while. We talked a little bit about the challenges, but what would you recommend to other inventors, other entrepreneurs out there? They've got their idea and they're starting to get started. How do they go about it and avoid some of the mistakes you made? You know, the first thing you can do is network. Kickstarter is a great avenue. Go out there and look for campaigns that have succeeded and those that fell. Probably be best not to stay into active campaigns because they're busy running their campaign. But look at the ones. Kickstarter is great. It shows you everything that's been funded in the past or hasn't. You can find them. Find something that's similar to your product idea and just email the person that ran the campaign and said, hey, I'm, I've got an idea out there. Keep your intellectual property to yourself, but say, hey, I'm, I'm working on something and similar to your product. And I'd like to know some of the things that you thought were great on your campaign that you would do different. You can do it locally. You don't have to use Kickstarter. If you, for example, in ours, you know, I've talked to a couple of high-end suit tailors here out of Charlotte. You know, what works in your world? What what are the challenges? Some of the things you can do. I found similar items that were manufactured very similar to our product. I went out and talked to those small business owners and said, hey, what were some of the manufacturing challenges? What were some of the sourcing challenges? And learn through other people's mistakes. You know, you want to avoid them. If they've already done it, they're going to be, they want to share. Most entrepreneurs have an entrepreneurship attitude where they want to support others so they can succeed. And you'll be surprised how many small business owners out there are willing to tell you your, your, their stories and help you out, give you encouragement. You know, just invite them to coffee one day, give them a talk, and you'd be surprised how much you can learn. Entrepreneurship's an abundance mentality. Just look at the podcast. We get you guys on here. I jerk you into coming on and steal all your secrets for other people to take advantage of. <laughs> so you've been doing this for a while now. 
When did you start getting it in the hands of customers, consumers, to see if this is something people would really pay for? A lot of times they'll just tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> that is a great question. You know, as as you first develop a product, some of the first stages you get to are just conceptual of, you know, what are the features you want in there? What can it look like? And you come up with some 3D renderings and you kind of play with them. Now, at that stage is when we first took the final, you know, narrowed down two or three selections and, and just went and just talked to average people on the street. Just take a picture and say, hey, here's an idea. Here's one one do. I'd like to have your feedback. You know, start with your friends and family. Be honest with yourself, Lo. They're always going to tell you most of the time what you want to hear. So, you know, go to random strangers on the street. Find a park. Just talk to them. And, or, you know, those entrepreneurs that you've already contacted in, in your polling, too, share it with them. You know, if you're worried about your intellectual property, sign a non-disclosure act so it protects you. But just don't go into all the weeds of it, but say, hey, here's an idea. Here's what it looks like. What do you think? Is this something you'd pay for X dollars? You know, what about Y dollars? How much do you think it is? And then tell them your pricing strategy and see what they give you feedback on that. That is really smart to get people to give you a price before you ask them. They're so much more likely to give you something reasonable. Absolutely, and Matt. You don't want to go to the point where you're developing a $900 product and people are going to only want to pay $15 for it. So it's very important up front to know a generic price range, more of a range that your product needs to sell within. So that'll help you on, on the development side. You don't want to pour 24 karat gold into a product that's only going to sell for $2. The most brilliant example I ever heard of was a study where they had the participants come in, decided to give them a free product at the end, or instead they would buy it back off of them for a lower price than they were offering it. And they realized their pricing was completely wrong. But that is so true. You need to do something to make sure people are actually going to buy it at the price you can sell it for. So you're manufacturing this. This is a pretty, it's a pretty complex product. There's a lot of electrical work going on on the inside. And obviously, it's pretty darn aesthetic. What are some of the manufacturing challenges you'd had or things that you could recommend to other people besides talking to other experienced inventors and entrepreneurs? You know, right now I'm working with an engineering firm. So... You know, I don't have the background in manufacturing. I have contacts. I can learn things, but I don't want to learn through big, costly mistakes because that's very important to avoid costly overruns. So the best thing you can do is where you don't have the knowledge, research somebody that does. I'm working with a very reputable company that has made lots of big products out there. And they're out there right now, starting actually this month, finalizing our manufacturing sourcing. They're going out there with trust your relationships that they already have from factories that say that they already know have good quality to have good pricing have great relationships with it's very important to do that the last thing you want to do is go to anybody that just sends you an email or that you pull on the internet that says they make a certain product give them a call because what you'll end up they might be cheaper they might be you might think you can source with them but you you suffer in the rear when you realize that they're making you very very bad quality product and you're going to have to repay for it all to be reproduced somewhere else. So my advice to others is if you don't have those relationships, you're not into that space with sourcing manufacturers, make sure you partner with the right partner to to protect yourself and get the quality and the quicker turnaround time that you need. Absolutely. And also just vet whoever you're working with. Find people that have worked with them. It's a great strategy. And before we jump into the launch round, I got one last question for you. So this Kickstarter video, I like it. As a guy, I know, you grab a t-shirt off the floor, it smells good, you roll with it. Where did you guys come up with the strategy for the video, and why is it working so well? You know, we, we try to do something a little different with Kickstarter. Too many times you have just some graphics with some voiceover, seems to be the, the video. But, you know, we've got a high-quality product, and we wanted a high-quality video. 
I'm a photographer by hobby. So I, I've known a, a few videographers in town and I was able to reach out to a few entrepreneurs and they were able to help me out with some ideas and strategies and ways we can look at it. The hardest thing was everybody wants, you know, the, the million dollar movie look, but you've got a budget, you know, you've got to work within your budget. So the best thing I can say is go out, talk to the people you want to record it with and say, here's my idea. They've been in so many things. They've got so much creativity. They can turn around and say, hey, here's some ideas. Why don't you go work with it? And after I met with them, had a general idea of saying, hey, I'd like somebody to go on a date coming home from work and, and rushing home and kind of messing up their clothes. And well, it really involved into now a, a date night showing a whole deep date scene at the bistro. And then we're like, well, what makes it kind of funny? And we're like, well, you know, when I come home, you know, they pick up the shirt, smell it. And it's like, well, it's not too terrible. So I guess I could wear it. Uh, and I was like, I like that idea that the director had. And we put that in there, you know, so it evolves from, you know, just a very simple idea to more like storyboarding an idea, writing the script. That was the first time I've ever wrote the script. I think it took me three or four days just to keep refining it, looking at better, shared it with others and said, wow, this they like this part. They didn't like that. So cut it out. And I think the hardest challenge, Matt, to that process is ended up being almost like a five minute video with the script. It was OK. It's this big. How do we cut it down? So our idea kind of came from the conversations with the development team at MAG Pro. And from there, it just kind of grew along the scene. Some of it was written impromptu um, from the, the great actors that we had on scene. Some of the, the female interactions were actually ad lib live during the shot, and we went with it. That's awesome. I love that. And definitely bring in talent if you're not super skilled in the area of video. Also, the sniff test doesn't work great in Thailand. It's much hotter here. So... <laughs> I want to jump into the launch round. How's that sound, Brandon? Sounds great. Welcome to the launch round, where we take our guests through a series of rapid-fire questions geared towards unlocking the inner inventor and entrepreneur in all of us. Get ready to blast off and unlock your inner potential. Let's do this. So first question for you, Brandon. You're an inventor. You're an entrepreneur. Which would you rather go down as in history? A great inventor or a great businessman? Great inventor. Why? There's millions of businessmen throughout history that have left the mark, that have left big buildings or the things. I, I think people more like Thomas Edison had a bigger impact on mankind. And you know what? I think they had a lot more fun when you're you're creating hundreds of thousands of inventions versus just laying down railroad track across the West. So you bring up Edison. Would he be the number one person throughout history that if you could just have five, ten minutes to chat with, you'd poose? Absolutely. That is such a great choice. He did so much. He worked with so many great people. Next question for you. So, okay, so this is Art of the Kickstart, which means we love crowdfunding. Have there been any crowdfunding campaigns, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, or otherwise, that really motivated you to get onto the platform to launch your product here? You know, the most popular one out there is the Coolest Cooler by far. Uh, it launched right prior our Kickstarter campaign. And if you follow the inventor behind Coolest Cooler, he has made several others. One of those videos really inspired us to kind of come up with our core video idea and, and our campaign. So I would say at this point, the coolest cooler by far kind of gave us the most motivation and just watching the launch of our Kickstarter campaign right towards the end of his and seeing his just take off like a rocket. Absolutely, because it was such a well-done product. It's not like it's some out-of-the-world smartwatch, which is changing everything. It's just a really well-designed cooler with a great campaign. And it's a simple idea that solves a problem for a lot of consumers. And, you know, it's, it's using readily available technology, which is one of the 
easiest ways to get a product out there and say, hey, I've got this, but how can I combine it to do another function? Absolutely. Just like Color Perfect. Thank you. Have there been any people throughout your life, role models, mentors, people that you looked up to that gave you great advice, people that helped you get here? You know, my stepdad and my wife were probably the, the two people that have said things that really helped Color Perfect come to life. In January of 2013, I had a sketchbook of probably 13 to 20 different ideas that I I kind of just jotted down in a book and wanted to get out there. And one day my wife said, you know what, you've got all these ideas and we always complain that some of your ideas end up being somebody else's product. Why don't we just try one and see what happens? And that's where we picked Color Perfect from. We thought it was the best at the time that solved the most needs for, for the widest audience. And my stepdad he gave us the motivation early on saying, you know what, you've got enough business sense and what you're doing as your background. You know, why, why don't you just go out there and do it? Just do it all. Don't try to license it. Don't try to sell yourself short. You've got a vision. You've got a dream and you've got the drive. Go out there and, and do it. And he and I continue to touch base on a weekly basis just kind of to talk about what's happening, what's some ideas. And he's always been an open ear to share ideas and feedback. He himself being a small business owner. Those are both such important things. Keep track of your ideas and then just do it. Take that jump and go for it. I'm so glad you did. That's why we got you here. And last question for you, business books, life books. Have there been any that have been real influential on you, your life that you'd want to share with the listeners? It, you know, the I'm not a big reader of business books. I've read several. There's some that stand out, The Tipping Point uh, and a few others. But, you know, to me, I'm more of a history buff and Following the, the leaders of our past generations on, you know, everything from Patton, Dwight Eisenhower, Law of the War to uh, General Sherman from Civil War, reading how they visioned their mission, how they handled problems, how they worked through major things. I think those have been some of the, the bigger passions. It's kind of unique how you can think of a, a war-based history leader to be a business leader, but the, the tactics of how to look at things and strategize really do translate well into business and successful business ideas and strategies. Absolutely. You're leading an army either way. And let's get back to you guys, back to the campaign. So you've done really well. Your campaign's about 30 days in. You're about $31,000 funded, nine short. Probably by the time this airs, you will have hit your campaign. What did you do great? What can people learn from what you guys did, just like you did talking to others? You know, the best thing is if you've never done a campaign before, you, you don't have any followers. And that is the hardest part is your day one is the most important to your success in getting in there. So don't just come up with an idea and throw some graphics on Kickstarter and get it published. Before you do it, you get a link that you can share with friends, family, and, and people that you want to get good feedback. If you've got some press agents that you've already talked to, get their feedback. That allows you to make changes ahead of time. And also, you know, notify some of the press people with that link. They may look at it and just give you feedback or keep track of you for launch date. Uh, anyone you talk to, make sure you have your social media apps open, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, or any other relevant ones to your, your business, LinkedIn, for example. Uh, make sure you have those up. Use Hootsuite, which is a free app out there, allows you to control multiple media messages or timed them so you can send it out and get the word out there. And I think the most important part is once you get all that lined up, research similar projects, find out who the press people are, find out what magazines, where the publications were online, uh, great podcasters as yourself, Matt, and reach out to them and say, hey, I've got this great idea. We're going to be launching on Kickstarter. And here's a, here's a few 
you know, unpublished press releases and images that nobody else is going to see yet. And we're going to let you do it first. Go ahead and line that up from day one. And once you release your project, make sure it's on a Monday. I think that's one of the most hidden secrets is, you know, on a Friday, Saturday or Sunday, people aren't looking at Kickstarter. They're out. They're busy in their weekend. But you'd be surprised how many people tune in on a Monday at the start of the week, especially at the end of their day. So release on a Monday, get your press lined up beforehand and provide constant communication through social media. That is a guideline to nail in it right there. And make sure you make that those outreaches personal. Make sure you're not just sending people spam. If you want to get on Art of the Kickstart, send me an email before your campaign goes live. If your product's awesome, we'll try to have it synchronized. And last question for you, Brandon. You've been an awesome guest, but I got to ask you this before I let you go. One piece of advice for adventures, entrepreneurs, people that haven't done it yet, they're not at the level you're at, but they want to get there. They want to go so high. What would you tell them? You know, the most important thing you'll learn from any MBA class or any successful business is your business plan. Your business plan is your cookbook and your success through your whole business. It's your lifeblood. You know, you've got to sit down and vet out everything before you even start on your product design. You know, what's your mission, your values, and your and your overall business plan? Look at who your market is, who you want to sell to. You know, what's your avenues to get there? What do you think you, your projections on revenue, sales, and costs will be for the next two to five years. Look at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, your SWOT analysis. You know, very, very simple, but continue to build it. And as you're going through each of your stages of development, keep referring back to it. Update your graphics. It's kind of your, your central theme to keep you on focus of what you want to do in your analysis, because everything will evolve, your business plan will evolve, but that keeps you rooted to reality a lot of times and helps you keep some of the, the early emotion out so you don't go down a wrong costly expense. And it makes you relook at what you're doing to make sure you're staying on track. That is such a great piece of advice. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. Audience, thanks for listening in. Make sure you reach out to Brandon and tell him thank you. And Brandon, where can people find you at? Right now you can go to www.callerperfect.com. Make sure to click the link at the top towards the Kickstarter campaign and support us through now through November 19th. Post-campaign, stay tuned to our website. Make sure you subscribe to it our user mail, and we'll be accepting pre-orders post-campaign with live orders being fulfilled April of next year. Guys, I know I never, ever iron my shirts, but if you have a collar that's kind of screwed up, you might as well get it and make it look at least nice. You don't have to do the rest. Thank you so much for coming on today, Brandon. You've been awesome. Thanks, Matt. And together, we can help make your audience iron out the wrinkles in their life. (laughs) I love that. That's perfect. Guys, I have an awesome update I want to tell you about. I asked you guys, what do you need? What's holding you back from crowdfunding success, from building the business you all wanted to build? Overwhelmingly, it was challenges with Kickstarter, launching campaigns. You guys wanted a step-by-step course walking you through exactly what it takes to succeed on Kickstarter. So that's what we're building. Welcome to the Art of the Kickstart launch course. If you guys go to artofthekickstart.com slash course, you can check out and pre-order the course that's going to take you through each and every single stage of running a successful Kickstarter campaign. This is based off of 80 inventor interviews, consulting with clients, and working so much more with crowdfunding. If you want a step-by-step guide to take you through exactly what it takes to succeed, this is for you. Pre-order today or just learn more at artofthekickstart.com slash course. Hey guys, I'm your host, Matt Ward, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Art of the Kickstart, where we believe inventors, innovators, and entrepreneurs are changing the world and bringing humanity forward into the future. 
If you liked the ideas in this episode, or you're interested in learning more about crowdfunding and how to kill it with your own Kickstarter campaign, you can check out more at artofthekickstart.com. And if you've been listening to the show, love the episodes, but you're not subscribed, that's got to change. You can go to artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher and get the episodes delivered magically to your phone. And if you like the show, I would love you forever if you leave a review on iTunes. It helps more aspiring inventors and creators out there find the show and find the information they need to kill it on Kickstarter. Until next time, thanks for tuning in, guys, and have an absolutely epic day. Thank you.